You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm excited about today's podcast because it's a little bit about a, a guy that I have a tremendous amount of respect for. And it gives me a chance to enjoy something from the past. One of the stories in this game is that Dave Tobe is the special teams coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. He and Andy Reid go back a long, long way. They go back to Philadelphia. They go back to Tobe being a defensive line coach. And they're back together again. I feel that Dave Tobe has been done quite the disservice of the the NFL by not being a head coach already. I think that there was a, when the bears of the early two thousands were flying high with their special teams and it didn't matter who was returning kicks, whether it was Jerry Azuma back in the day or Danielle Manning or Devin Hester or Johnny Knox, whoever was returning, Nathan Vasher, whoever was returning kicks they seem to do well. They had a lot of really good special teamers back then. It was the Odonna J, Brendan Iambadejo, guys that that may think Hunter Hillenmeyer was also a great guy in, in the return game, too. Spice, shout out to Spice Adams. He he also helped Devin Hester get into the end zone. But I feel like Tobe has been one of those guys that has been overlooked. And I think the part of the reason is, is that he is a special teams coordinator. Now, there's a special teams coordinator is now the the head coach of the the Giants. Obviously, John Harbaugh is kind of the gold standard when it comes to football today. And special teams coordinator ascending to a head coaching job. Mike Ditka was one. Dave Wanstead was one. And I felt like Dave Tobe was at least on a path to becoming one. And he didn't. It's not to say that he won't get another chance, but I think he's pushing 60 at this point. I'd love to see him get an opportunity because I think he's a smart guy. And guys that I trust when talking about the game of football say, yeah, it's a no-brainer that he could end up being a head coach. I love that special teams coordinators coach both sides of the ball. I think that's a real advantage for them. And so when you have someone who's able to do something like that, And then it's had the level of success that he's had wherever he's gone. I think it's crazy that he's not already a a head coach. 
And I hope in the next cycle, and Andy Reid's really good about getting his assistants head coaching jobs. He's got two on that team right now that I think deserve to be head coaches or at least deserve to get serious consideration. Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator, and Dave Tobe, the special teams coordinator. This week, as we've led up to the Super Bowl, there's been a lot of conversation about the last time that we were in Miami for a Super Bowl with Dave Tobe. That was when the Bears were back in the Super Bowl in 2007. The beautiful thing about that is it gives me a chance to play this. Kevin Hester off to our left. He is the deep man about his six-yard line. His average during the season for the All-Pro, 26.4 on 20 returns and two touchdowns with a long of 96, dipping to 15.3 in the playoffs. Ball off to our right. Adam Vinatieri has it on the tee. The Colts in all white. The Bears, navy blue and white. You know, white numerals are about ready to go. By the people in the stands, they don't need seats today because they're all standing. Vinatieri on the approach platform. Popping here in Miami. It sails to the far side around the eight-yard line to Hester. Under it and to the middle with the 15 to the 20. Breaks free of the 25 to the 30. To the outside. 40. Midfield. 40. 30 of the Colts. 20. 15. Hester 5. Oh! so high in the air it gave time for the protection to get behind him and create a, a running lane and Devin Hester followed his blockers he caught the ball first and then went to work does someone win a free TV absolutely a free TV but more importantly a fast start delivered by the Windy City Flyer the man they called anytime down here in Miami Riviera Beach Florida to the big stage the biggest in professional sports Devin Hester you are ridiculous Jeff Joniak's right he is ridiculous and he was ridiculous quick story about that so when the Bears were here I was working as a beat reporter back in the back in the day and I was covering the Colts so Zach and I split up the two teams. Zach covered the Bears because he was the sideline reporter for the Bears. I covered the Colts. The Colts stayed in Fort Lauderdale, so I was making the trip back and forth to Fort Lauderdale every day that week. It was kind of crazy talking to Tony Dungy, and we were asking him a lot about that thing, whether or not they were going to kick to him, which I'll get back to in a moment. I was the last person out of Radio Row on Super Bowl Sunday. Because I was doing the scores pregame show. And I finished the pregame show. I think we finished the pregame show, our pregame show at five. So that gave me about 30 minutes to get from the convention center to the field. Because they were obviously going to kick off the Super Bowl. So I get there. It's crazy. I was the last person out. Me and the engineer, last person out. I get on the bus, the media bus. It was the last media bus that was going to Miami Gardens. There's no one on the bus except for me and my equipment. I make it through security, which at a Super Bowl is, is pretty crazy. Guys with M16s, dogs, metal detectors, the whole nine yards. So I breeze through that because I'm the only person at this point that was stupid enough to come late to the game. The seats that they have for media are usually outside. We were at the top of the, the stadium. So I got onto a ramp. Like, I'm, I'm not even back to my seat. I'm on a ramp as they're kicking the ball off. And I wanted to make sure that I saw it because this is a historic moment. And this is the team that I cover. 
And seeing all of those flash bulbs go off, seeing Hester return it, seeing the celebration that you heard with with Jeff and Tom on our sister station, WBBM News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, was just so cool. And the place went up for grabs. It was like 20 to 1, in my estimation, Bears fans to Colts fans in that building. And Bears fans had lost their damn minds. So it was just so great for Devin to, he wanted to be big in that big moment and watching him watch himself on the big screen was super cool. Let me get back to Tobe. Tobe was actually talking about that. The people in in Kansas city had forgotten that he went to the super bowl with the bears. They thought he had gone to the super bowl with the Eagles Listen to him talk about what that moment was like for him and what that Super Bowl was like for him. I wasn't at Philadelphia when they – I was – That's right. Yeah, I, had, I was there the three years we went to the conference championship, and then I went to Chicago. Then they went to the Super Bowl. So they said when I left, I was, that was the key for me getting out of there. <laughs> but then I did go to the Super Bowl at uh, 13 years ago at Chicago, and we lost. I mean, but we opened the game with a kick return for a touchdown, Devin Hester. But then it seemed like it was all downhill from there. So, but it's a bad feeling. It's yeah. it's it's um, you know only one team is going to be happy at the end of the year. Uh, unfortunately, uh, ho- you know hopefully it's us this year. But it's a bad feeling when you lose that game. What you were you talking, when we were talking about this one time, the, the point was really that getting that close it, it hurts. It actually hurts more to to be there and lose than than. It does hurt. It hurts a lot, and uh, you know you try to remind your guys how important it is, and and talk about what it is to win, you know, and that and keep that focus. I mean, that's 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 what we're trying to do this week. Dave, you, Dave, you know Andy well. Um, do you feel like it, whenever it is his career is over and he has not won a Super Bowl, that he'll look back as a, maybe at his career as being incomplete? I I can't speak for Andy on that. I just know uh, that he deserves one. You know he. He's done enough, you know, and, and I, I think everybody in the in the whole country feels that way about Andy. That you know they want to see him win the Super Bowl, and, and we're no different. You mentioned the opening touchdown of the Super Bowl with Devin. What do you remember about your conversations with him leading up to the game? That, with Hester? Yes. And is that something you tap into? Maybe the whole week, the whole week, everybody, media included, was you know we we're talking about you know, are they going to kick to him? Are they not going to kick to him? And, and what I told the guys on Saturday night was. I mean, this is Super Bowl. All the cameras are going off. They're not going to kick a squib kick. They're not going to kick it, you know, out of bounds or anything like that. So uh, they're probably going to kick it to you, you know. So and that's what we talked about. And they kicked it right to him, you know. And then Devin did what he does, I mean, which is you know, he was a, he's a special guy. You know, no, nobody's been like him ever. Is that something you bring up with McCall leading into this game? We talk about we talk about stuff. Me and him just you know on the side, and, you know how how cool that would be, you know. You want you want them to picture stuff like that. How much credibility do you have as a coach when you can say to McCole Hardman, who's now an all pro as a kick returner, as a specialist, how much credibility do you have? You go, you know, I talked with Devin about this before the Super Bowl. I talked with him about visualizing what it would be like. And look what he did. And Hardman's the type of guy that can make a play happen. Here's the crazy part. So, like I told you, I was covering the Colts at the time. And all week, 
all week we had talked with them about whether or not they were going to kick off to Devin Hester and Tony Dungy had played coy with it a little bit. Listen to this story. He told this to Dan Patrick a few years ago, and I know he reiterated it over the last couple of weeks. Listen to the story how he came to the conclusion that he was going to kick to Devin Hester. The real key part of it, the crucial part, we had decided all week that we were not going to kick the ball to Devin Hester. (laughs) (laughs) That night after the bidding, I thought, that's really playing scared. We're not going to do that. Oh, man. And so the next morning, I told the team, or when we were going to the game, I said, I hope we lose the toss. Because if we do, we're going to kick it right down the middle to Hester, and we're going to pound them. And when they know we've taken their best threat, they're going to be finished. And then? 13 seconds later, he was in the end zone. <laughs> and everybody's looking at me saying, who's that? And I said, I went back and I said, I told you we have a storm. <laughs> That's some funny stuff from the Dan Patrick show and Tony Dungy. That was fun to kind of walk down memory lane. But the point I want you to take away from this is I think Dave Tobe is one of the really bright coaches in the NFL. And it sucks that people haven't taken him seriously as a head coaching candidate. I know the Dolphins were looking at him a long time ago, but this is one of the guys that knows what he's doing. And I, I wish that people would smarten up and give him a chance to to take that job because I think he'd be really good at it. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you rocking with me this Super Bowl week. Hopefully you enjoyed that stroll down memory lane. Damn, that was fun. Devin Hester looking at himself running into the end zone. And then some bad stuff happened after that. I don't really remember. But I think there's the one play where Daniel Manning's playing one defense and the rest of the defense is playing another. And then there's Reggie Wayne. And there's Tank Johnson being pushed sideways by Jeff Saturday. And then the Bears lose the Super Bowl. There's uh, Rex Grossman throwing an interception. And uh, all right. Well, just remember the Devin Hester part. That's all you need to remember.